and welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard, and in this episode, we're examining the transition from final year nursing student to newly qualified nurse. So the move into fully fledged nursing practice can make NQNs feel a bit anxious or apprehensive. But does it need to be this way? Can it instead be a positive rite of passage after three years of training? So joining me to discuss this is Emily McWhorter, a former director of nursing and now a consultant advisor. Emily has written a series of popular articles for Nursing Standard, including one with tips for NQNs facing their first time in charge of a ward. So hello, Emily, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Flavia. Thank you so much for inviting me. We're very happy to have you. So we're going to uh, sort of dive straight in. And really, my first question, the answer to it may be fairly obvious, but why is confidence an issue with final year nursing students who are making the transition to NQN? Well, I think everybody lacks confidence when you haven't had much time to get really practised at what you're doing. And I think it's quite normal I think if you were to ask any nurse at any point, we've all been student nurses and we've all had to make that transition into being a newly qualified nurse. And I think we've all walked into a ward feeling that we don't really belong yet. We don't really know necessarily everything we should. And I think that just causes anxiety, stress. We can be a bit frightened. Um, You can have had some difficult shifts or some difficult situations. and, and, And maybe that's made you very worried about starting. So I think being being unconfident or lacking in confidence is really quite normal, actually. It's a bit like your first day at school or your first day at university. Um, But every day you go to work, you learn a little bit more and that each day will make you more confident. I don't think any nurse has ever really started working knowing everything. And it just takes some time to get to get into the the work streams, the work routines um, and to little by little gain your confidence. But it's really important when you're feeling a bit anxious and, 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 and unconfident that you, you maintain a bit of perspective and really focus on what you know and who you have around you who can help you. And, and you're never really alone in a, in a hospital or a community setting or any, in any environment, really, when you're working. There's always people around. You may not necessarily think they're the people that are obvious to go to, but you must remember that there's healthcare assistants, there's ward administrators, and there's your own nursing teams and some of your other student colleagues who can really help you and and just be there with you, buddying up with those or picking their brains when you can, will all help for you to feel that you can gain a little bit of confidence every day. I think one of the bravest things you can do when you're feeling a bit overwhelmed is to ask for help. And it's really important that you know that you can. Yeah, that's a really great message, I think, to send out out to uh, NQNs, because certainly uh, mentoring is is a, a really important uh, part of nursing for, for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So um, imposter syndrome has become a bit of a kind of trending concept or, or state. In, in your opinion, how helpful is this? And can can you overcome the feelings that it sort of provokes? It's a funny term, isn't it? And it's one that's become much more used recently. I don't remember um, hearing that term when I was moving on into being a qualified nurse and yet probably had exactly the same feelings that people have when they talk about feeling like they have imposter syndrome. I don't really like the word personally because I don't think that you are an imposter. 
you've worked hard, you've passed your exams, you've, you've learned your right to be there. And you're not, it's not a new environment. You know, you're not new to being a nurse. You've been a nurse for three years. So I'm not sure that you actually are an imposter. And I think these sorts of messages don't really help people who are feeling a bit anxious about starting off on a new path. Um, just, you know, social media uses that term quite a lot and you can see it on, on Instagram, Twitter and things like that. But I think I think people's stories are always very different to your own. And you need to focus on the things that you can do really well that that, that will boost your own self-esteem and make you feel that you have a right to be working there as well. I, I think some of the things that are quite useful to help counteract that kind of feeling is that if you can be if you're working in a new environment, sometimes it's quite helpful to go and have a look around before you get to your first day, you know, so that you know where to go. You know how to get there. Where do you go for your coffee break? Where where do you put your stuff? Um, because if you can just sort out those little things in your mind, sometimes it just makes you feel like a little bit more um, that you're part of the place already. And it gives you a chance to focus on the more difficult tasks when they come up. I remember feeling really unconfident on my first ward and and some time ago now, but it was it was a gynecology ward. And I um, I, I felt like I didn't really know enough. And then a really lovely staff nurse uh, spent some time teaching me how to do catheterization. And I, I managed to master it. I did several in one day and, and I and I ended up by giving a little mini teaching session to some of the students that were there with me. And then I became the go-to person on the ward for catheterization. And, and, and having something that you can do well and that people recognize that you do well was really good for your own feelings of self-esteem and for your confidence. Um, so, so it's quite a good idea is if you can find something that you enjoy doing and that you feel that you can do and, and, and share with other people. Um, you know, just ask to run a little mini session for teaching or a few minutes during a handover or during the day sometimes can just really help to make you feel that you have a right to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't think it, I don't think it goes away. I think imposter syndrome is something that everybody experiences, whatever, wherever we are in our stages yeah. of our nursing. I, I think um, I felt that myself recently and it isn't nice. But I think it's important that we do recognize that as nurses, we do have a role to put ourselves into positions that test us a little bit, because that's the only way that we will really develop, um, you know, and to push ourselves into positions of leadership. You know, we really need nurses to be leaders now. And, and leadership is something that happens at every part of our nursing career, not just when you become um, in senior positions. So, so sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and go for it. Mm, that that's a really a good example you know what you were saying about capitalization as well and I think also it, it kind of nicely brings up me on to something else I was going to ask you about I mean is fear useful or, or not as an NQN? Oh, I think being frightened is a really dangerous emotion you know it's really tiring it's destructive and it changes the way you behave and the way you are with other people and it's horrid feeling and, and I think very seriously, when people are frightened, they are more likely to make mistakes. And I think, you know, that then risks patient safety. And I think and then, you know, the things that we're all anxious about, none of us go to work to, to make mistakes or do anything wrong. And I think when you're frightened, that can happen more often. I, I think the things that I, I do when I've ever been in those situations is just to really slow everything down. And I know that's difficult on a busy you know, busy hospital ward or in, in an environment where things are moving very fast. But you can just slow things down for a little while, for a few minutes or, or for, for an hour or so. 
you know, write things down, ask for help, follow your role models in the ward, you know, buddy up with somebody. And I think it's really important that you speak up when you are feeling frightened. It's it's okay to say, I am frightened that something bad is going to happen. Because quite often, you know, you might, well, you might be right, but also quite often people will be able to reassure you that it isn't like that. I, I was the... Um, director of the um, air ambulance for a time and there's a really important message we learned there where things are going very fast and you feel that they might be a bit out of control is to take 10 we call it take 10 seconds for 10 minutes mm -hmm. so take 10 seconds to just pause and catch your breath and say okay I'm just calming myself down and the next 10 minutes will be easier and, and it's something that. I've used in many of the times when I've been anxious about things, not not just at work, actually, but those 10 seconds are really valuable. And, and quite often you always have 10 seconds. Mm, I, I absolutely love that example. I know we were talking about it before the recording and um, it's something that I think I'll be using. I often do the kind of, you know, take a breath. But I think yeah. 10 seconds is is a good period, isn't it, really, to kind of reset? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's long enough. That, that it gives you a chance just to take a big, big deep breath of air, but it's not too long that you're thinking that you're losing valuable time. Mm, definitely. And so sort of in, in line with that, obviously we, we want to, to end with a, a sort of a positive uh, tips really. So what, what, what are the um, key things that NQN should remember on embarking on their first roles? Well, I think for the first, first thing that would be really important to do is get your head into the right mindset. You know, you are good at your job. And I think it's very easy to forget that, you know, you've chosen to be there, you've passed your exams, everybody is happy that you're there. And, you know, more than anything, we really need nurses and you are hugely valued. So don't spend too much time on the negative elements of why things are different. You know, talk to your tutor, and, and, and actually, it's quite nice if you can arrange some reflective sessions with your fellow students or your fellow newly, you know, newly qualified colleagues, because you'll probably all find that your anxieties are the same, you know, and, and, a, and a problem shared can sometimes make you feel a little bit better. Uh, and I think it's, you know, those are the sorts of things that can that can help you feel a bit better on your first day or your first month or just as you find your feet as a, in a new environment. You know, I think it's important that you talk about the things that you have achieved, you know, look at how far you have come, you know, rather than how far you have to go and, 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 and you know, break, break your day into tasks that are manageable. Sometimes it's best just to think about what you're going to do for the next hour if things feel a bit overwhelming. Don't look at the next week or your whole rotor of shifts. Just think, you know, how am I going to be able to get through today or tomorrow? Mm. And then I think there's all the other things around looking after yourself, which are, you know, really obvious and the things there's nurses that we tell other people to do all the time but quite often forget for mm -hmm. ourselves don't we so you know sleep well eat healthy take your exercise and I think really important is that take time off for yourself so you know enjoy your days off try and do different things to work don't think about oh I'm going to read this article or I'm going to have to you know do an extra shift to help out you know, you need some downtime to rejuvenate, to allow yourself to recover, to get your energy back up to, to speed. So, you know, enjoy your downtime. And it's, it's really important that you have that. 
And I think, you know, there's been an awful lot of analogies around us all nurses being heroes and, you know, superpowers and superheroes. And, you know, we don't have to be a great hero um, these days, actually. You just have to be a good human. Nursing is about, you know, giving our best. And, and as long as you do that every day, you know, you'll be doing a great job. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that as well. You don't have to be a hero, just a good human. I think that's a, that's a fantastic uh, note to end on. Um, so thank you so much, Emily. That's been really, really helpful. And I, and I hope that will be incredibly useful to, to many as well. I think there's, there's messages actually for people who are, are not NQNs and also possibly not even nurses as well. So thank you for your time. Oh, you're very welcome, Flavia. It's lovely to talk to you. And thank you very much for listening. Just a reminder that all the resources connected with this episode of the show can be found at rcni.com forward slash podcast, where you can also catch up on any episodes you may have missed or simply want to play back. And we greatly appreciate any feedback, so please do rate or review us on Apple or Spotify podcasts, which will also help other people to find us. I hope you enjoyed the show.